This is Matt Peters. This is Lex Lutz. And you're listening to Lex and Matt's Excellent Adventure. Oh, crap. Were we supposed to do that at the same time? No. Okay. <laughs> Start the show. You're never alone when you have your video games. Haha. That's true. I bought Mario Tennis. I don't know if I told you that. Wait. For uh, Switch? Yeah. Oh, I forgot they made one for Switch. They did. Um, and I was on my lunch break. Hmm. And I, I wasn't really, like, that hungry that day, but I was like, I really want Starbucks. And I had enough time, so I just, like, popped up the street, went up to uh, Starbucks, and there's GameStop right next to that one that I went to. Mm, okay. And uh, they had that Mario Tennis game for 40 bucks new on sale. Oh, man. So. It's a dangerous time of year for that sort of thing. All these sales going on. Well, and I was like, I loved the Wii Tennis game. Yeah. Like, the, you know... Being able to use the controller and stuff like that. So I was like, that might be fun. Yeah. That sounds good. Yeah. So I was like, ah, fuck it. I don't know. I I want to say I'm surprised you didn't get Skyward Sword yet, but that, I don't know if that's your jam. Which one is that? I'm, there's so many games. Oh, that's, that's the Zelda that came out for the Wii that not a lot of people played. Is it top down? It's not like it's not top down. You may be thinking of the 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 Link's Awakening remake that came out. No, I, mm. this one was um kind of passed I'm looking it over. up right now. What is it? Zelda Skyward Sword. It was Skyward kind of passed Sword. over because it uses motion controls for the majority of the attacks. But when they re-released it on Switch, they gave it the HD treatment, and um they also mm-hmm. gave you the choice of doing motion controls with the with the uh, Switch remotes or. Uh, using the traditional control method. Oh, this looks cool. Yeah, I've considered going back to it myself. I honestly did not know about this game. See? And I I have not... I will say, I have not gotten into any Zelda games beyond... like Even really tried beyond um, Breath of the Wild. You're not alone. But, you know, it's it's a gateway drug. So a lot of people... Um, you know, it's it's the highest Agreed, selling. Agreed, but I've also been told they're not like, you know, the other games are nothing like that. They have some similarities, like theme wise, of course. You know, uh, mm-hmm. it's it's kind of like the recent the recent uh, generation of Final Fantasy, right? So up until I want to say Final Fantasy VI, they were all pretty much the same type of game. Uh, and then seven came along, and it was like, oh, this is like you know future punk now, and yeah, everything's different. Oh, okay. And, you know, then they had like a tactics game, then they had an online one. So it's all got like shared themes in the Final Fantasy realm, but they are very different games. However, having played a lot of the Zelda titles, they have a lot in common. It's just that Breath of the Wild gave you the ability to kind of just have that open world where yeah. the usual Zelda titles are just like open world dungeon, open world dungeon, open world dungeon. You know, yeah. in that, in that, and you order. could like make you could make foods and put like you could do so many cool little things in Breath of the Wild. Mm-hmm. And I, when Breath, when I got Breath of the Wild, that was like I got that right after I got Mario Odyssey. So those were the first two games that I got on the Switch. Yeah, and you know, I, I at the time when I got that, I was having a really bad anxiety era. Oh. For whatever, whatever labeling you want to call it. Okay. And I was, I was borderline like agoraphobic. I was really having, this was before the pandemic and everything. I was really having problems leaving the house. Yeah. And 
like being able to have a show on or have a podcast in my ear or whatever and, and focus on that game really helped me a lot. Like it was a, a really therapeutic thing to get me through the stuff that I was going through at that time. So I have like a deeper appreciation for that game too. Just, and it's not like I can't go back to it because, Oh, it reminds me of that time. Mm -hmm. I'm actually like, God, I'm so grateful for that game. Like I think about it every time I think about it, I think about how it like helped me through that era of my life. For sure. Yeah. I I share a similar uh, connection with Tetris. Tetris has kind of always been there for me, uh, you know, just to, Give me something to, to hyper fixate on and give me that dopamine mm-hmm. rush when things go right. Things go, uh, things get put in order, you know, and it's just, yeah. it's fascinating and relaxing as well. So I completely understand where you're coming from. Yeah. At the time, I also got into like one of those like farming games on my phone too or something like that. Yeah. There's a um, very popular one called Stardew Valley that I haven't really gotten it into. It wasn't that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was, farm something i mean it was literally like farm something like i don't know it was farmville on facebook (laughs) no it wasn't the facebook one okay but it was something like that actually i think it was called like heyday or something along those lines but anyway like it was one of those like you have crops and you you build the crops and like everything like that and it was it was fun and you know just kind of like strategizing oh how long does it take before you can throw more of the crops down whatever but it just like you know, I see how Eric plays Pokemon Go, and I like. I think it's all—it's all the same thing. Like, mm-hmm. just stimulates that part of your brain. So anyway, that's kind of what I'm hoping the tennis will be—like mindless. Yeah. You know, fun. Plus, I can I can handheld like do it that way, or I can straight up play it like a Wii game. Mm-hmm. It has controls for both, apparently. So. You want to hear something sad? I got unreasonably excited because uh, Jupiter. Uh, announced a new version of the uh, the Picross series coming out for the Nintendo Switch. And a lot of people aren't familiar with Picross and how long it's been hanging on. So since like mm-hmm. the mid-90s, uh, Jupiter has been developing these Picross games for the Nintendo systems, and they do okay. Surprisingly, they do just well enough to, for, to uh, validate a new one. And yeah. so every time a new one comes out, I'm like, yes. And then I finish it and it's like, oh, God, I hope other people bought this because I want them to do another one. And so far, fingers crossed, knocked on, knock on wood, they have been putting them out. So the you twist, have talked about those in the past. That it's like a therapeutic type of game. It really is. You so know, I, I know about them. I've never played them, though. And, and it's completely understandable. It's, it seems like it's more popular in Japan than anything. In fact, some of the titles have yeah. only been released in Japan, and that's one of the reasons why I uh, I, I hacked my Nintendo 2DS was so I could oh, get yeah. access to some of those uh, Picross games. I'll post a picture uh, in yeah, the sometimes you gotta do that in the Discord to show exactly how crazy I went with it. But yeah, I yeah exactly. Sometimes you gotta make things happen. But here's one thing that kind of got under my skin: this version. And it may seem like a very rudimentary thing. They're introducing touch functionality, or should I say reintroducing touch functionality? Because, of course, the Switch has the, the touch responsive screen. But you need a stylus. Switch doesn't come with a stylus. What? Nintendo has manufactured a stylus that's only available in Japan. And I priced it out. You know how much it would cost me to import one of those little suckers? 
$148. Fuck! And it doesn't come with it, with the game? Like, you know how they have, like, the little, like, drawing games that you (laughs) can package? It only came with Brain Age, which was a popular uh, Nintendo DS title when that was a thing, you know. Um, It only came with a new version of Brain Age that, that, that only came out in Japan. So, you can't get it here. Well, <laughs> what about, like, isn't there, like, a drawing game that is out? There that is. It has, like, a stylus. Can't you just use one of those for Oh, that's this a game? good idea. Like, get, get like, a real cheapy, like, stylus game. But this is not, but it's not the yeah. official Nintendo stylus. And oh, I don't want fuck the off. Official. Shut up. <laughs> no. Not for $140. No, Nintendo it's ridiculous. Nintendo can get fucked. I'd never do no. that. I'm, I'm going to do some research and see what works, you know, of course. Yeah, like, yeah. Maybe you can get one of those other games, like, yeah. that's just, you know... Because yeah. I've seen those packages of, like, Silas <laughs> drawing-type games, and I'm like, oh, okay, that's kind of cool. I wouldn't yeah. want it, necessarily, but I get why it's a thing. But if the game is on sale for $5 on, like, you know, at 5 <laughs> yeah. below or something, yeah, I'll buy that, get the stylus, and chuck the game. <laughs> right, right. That's what I'm thinking. Even if you, even if you have to pay up, up as much as, like, 20 bucks, like, Still you know, better for the than stylus, that's not Yeah, shoot. Yeah. That's crazy business. But yeah, yeah, that's uh that's that's where I am right now with that. You know, I'm just trying to trying to support them and make sure they know <laughs> that I want yeah. another one to come out at some point. I want another one and I want a stylus with the next one. That's right. That's the like problem. Like a package deal. Yeah. Yet another problem with digital only. You can't get cool physical items with your games. Yeah, that yeah. blows. I kinda wanna pick up the um the I've talked about this for a while, but like Resident Evil four for the Switch. Like, oh, try yeah. playing that through again. Mm-hmm. But I would get that digitally, I think. Yeah, I yeah. Did as as someone who did buy that on the Switch, it it's it's okay. I mean, they did an oh. okay job with it. Um, yeah. The All the right. controls feel kind of kind of clunky, but you know, given the fact that they're remaking those older Re- Resident Evil games, it's a matter of time until they get to the fourth one. So I just wait on that. True. Oh yeah, true. Yeah, I'm not gonna do that. Yeah. I mean, like, I'm not going to buy the, the current one, because why would I? Like, when you're right, they are remake because they are on three right now, aren't they? Uh, Yeah, I think so. <laughs> are, they doing a, are they doing an RE4 remake? Have we missed this announcement? No, they recently... Okay, so they did... They, they released Resident Evil 4 on every system that comes out, because they know that that's the most beloved version right now. Mm-hmm. Um, they made a version... I believe for that for the Oculus that's VR, so you're in first person mode the whole time, and that seems nauseating. I can't imagine doing that. I can't. I tried one of those once, and I oh oh I hated it. I hated it. One of my favorite games of all time, as everybody knows, is Skyrim, and I tried to play Skyrim VR on the PS4, Mm -mm. and yeah, like within 20 minutes, I'm like, I gotta take this off. I was sweating. I was nauseous. Yeah, it, it was not fun. I get, I can't deal. I don't know if we talked about this, but I can't deal with like the 3D with the the modern 3D glasses. It gives me a headache. It makes me nauseous as fuck. I hate it. Mm. Okay, so apparently one of the actors who was involved with Resident Evil 4 accidentally or did it. I guess maybe he thought he could, but he leaked um, some concept art. So that was in November. Ah, okay. So, so I'd imagine that's kind of like we're gonna hear about that soon. Maybe they'll announce it at like E3 and then release it in the next fall. Maybe. So that's something to look forward to. 
<laughs> yeah, because I want to replay those games, but you're right. I don't want to replay it like the old one. I'd rather wait until they inevitably shove another version of it in our face. So I'll, I'll say I this. I haven't bought three either. I liked the two remake. Yeah, I mean, they all bring something a little interesting to the table, but they also shine a light on just antiquated gameplay techniques like you need the green key to go into this door. You need the clover-shaped key to go into this one. Like, yeah. what police station is set up like that? That makes zero sense. I, <laughs> you don't have clover keys in those police stations near you? No. <laughs> yeah, and then, like, the the camera angles can be rough as fuck. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. The aim and everything was really difficult in RE2. You know, like, I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. yeah. I haven't played 3 at all. Um, I don't really have as many memories of 3. Me neither. They all kind of start running together uh, after a while. But... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, remakes are just kind of hit or miss, too. But the Resident Evil ones are are pretty well celebrated. I know... um, Yeah. We probably kind of, like danced around the whole grand theft auto remake thing last week i think i'm, I'm not 100 percent sure we discussed it yeah you, okay. you mentioned that when we were talking about what games we were playing at the end of the show yeah 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 randomly been doing lately i guess we're doing it at the beginning this time you <laughs> mentioned that you were playing san andreas only because it's on Nintendo, or uh, it's on xbox game pass exactly so i finished that you know and oh. then i'm like all right i want to do something actual actually fun now because i mean that that was a chore and it's a lot shorter than i remember or you know i've just gotten better at playing video games over the year no it was a lot shorter than i remembered um Hmm. and probably because i didn't spend as much time like just fucking around the city and doing all the side quests and yes i I think that's a big yeah yeah. i spent (laughs) so much time just eating and then going to the gym and then changing (laughs) my looks and yeah 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 so yeah that that whole open world thing didn't appeal to me that much in that realm because everything became super repetitive um you know after you do it a couple times anyway uh i decided to treat myself and go play grand theft auto 5 again because i hadn't played that since the first time i finished it oh yeah and it's like after playing San Andreas, especially this this weird version of it, I have such a bigger appreciation for Grand Theft Auto V. Everything is just so much yeah. better. Yes, you're probably thinking to yourself, people, um, that makes sense because that one is part five versus San Andreas, which is a spinoff of part three. Obviously, obviously it's going to be better. I'm thinking definitive edition versus like vanilla version. Some type of right. HD remake of something should at least be on par. Not at all. Not in the least. Grand Theft Auto V still holds up. I know it's the butt of the joke a lot of the time when we discuss it. Like, they just keep making this game. It's for a good reason. It's stupid that we have to go, like, it holds up, though. Like, it doesn't feel, it still doesn't feel that old to me. It feels old, like we've had so many iterations of it in, you know, what, it's now on its third generation of systems. It is old. Yeah. But it doesn't feel old at all. You're right. <laughs> it feels. It still feels brand new. It was on the PS3 and Xbox 360. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it got the PS4, um, uh, Xbox remakes, and now it's you know it's moved. That was a big thing too when they announced that. Like they're like, oh yeah, we're we're porting it over to you know to the PS5. Yeah. So how many other games have done that other than what Skyrim? Right. I'm playing the PS4 version. 
on my PS5 because, you know, it's, it's backwards compatible one generation. Um, Do they give you, like, free upgrades for it graphics-wise, or is it about the same? You know, they haven't officially released the PS5 version yet. You know, gotcha. that's that's still kind of like in the wings. It's coming, I think, like some point next year. I weirdly have that game on the PS4 and the Xbox. Mm. I don't, I don't fucking know why. I don't know what happened to me. <laughs> I don't know um, what happened to me. <laughs> I also have it on the PS3. Like yeah. I also have it on the PS3, and I'm like, oh god, this fucking company's got me. They got you, man. Um, you probably saw it on a sale, I and you know. were just like, I need it. I no, need no, it again. no. <laughs> okay, so I know I actually do know now that I think about it. So I bought it. Okay. I uh, the PS3 was the original. Then I bought it on my Xbox, Xbox One. Okay. And then I was like, I don't really like the controls playing this game because I was so used to playing that on a PlayStation. Like a Grand Theft Auto scheme on a PlayStation hits differently. That's true. That I, is I true. will say all Rockstar games play better on PlayStation. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, it's it's true. I mean, that's the OG. So yeah, you're yeah. totally right. Um, so I didn't like the controls, so I didn't end up playing it a lot. Um, and then and it was on sale. It's not like I paid. And, and the same thing. Uh, PlayStation. I think it was last year had like just a really good deal going, and it was like ten dollars or some shit like that. So yeah. I bought it again digitally. <laughs> so that's why I have it on my PS4 as well. I think and if I'm gonna if I'm gonna go pick up Grand Theft Auto tomorrow, mm-hmm. unless they start doing like an upgrade for my Xbox because I got rid of my Xbox One, I have the Series X now. Unless they do like upgrades graphics wise that would make it beneficial for me to use my Xbox for that, mm-hmm. I probably would pick up my PS4 for that. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, you know, I hadn't played the PS4 version up until now, and because I think you and I got on that same sale, but I got it physically. I got the ten dollar yeah. <laughs> uh, sale physically. Um, yeah. What I what I didn't realize is that they did make some quality of life improvements uh, between a PS3 and PS4. Like you can go in the first person. Oh yeah, now, they did. For one, yeah. Yeah. Two, the little speaker on the controller actually like mm-hmm. broadcasts like phone calls and and stuff like that. You can the turn that off. And shit. Yeah. If it gets yeah, if it gets annoying, you can turn it off. And then oh, I turned it off immediately. <laughs> I was like, "What the fuck is this?" I freaked what? out, man. It's great too because I like, freaked out, and I'm like, "This is cool." And then I was like, "No, <laughs> no, I can't do this because like I'm gonna throw my fucking controller every time just by accident." Right, like if D's on the phone, on you know, in the real world, I'll turn down the TV mm-hmm. and I'll just be playing something while she's on the phone or whatever. And, right. you know, I'll have it all the way down all of a sudden. It's like Lamar's like, you're just a little bitch, motherfucker. Like, whoa, wait, hey, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You what? can't have that. No. <laughs> that That's hilarious, but you can't have that. No. Yeah. It's, it was really funny the first time it happened. You know? But, yeah, that upgrade was was huge. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, then, and that's why I was saying, like, uh, I don't think the new version is going to be that much better for yeah. the, what is it? Like, PS5 what else can they do? And Xbox Series X. <laughs> right. I mean, they put out that, uh, that Dr. Dre, um, DLC for the online mode, but yeah, you know how I feel about online, so. I'm not fucking, fucking that with that up. The, I'm not fucking with that either. Like, no, no. I'm too <laughs> shitty at games to do that. Mm-hmm. But you know, like, Red Dead Redemption's the same way. Like, I, I just, I would want to play it on the PS4. PS5, I guess, in theory, if I had one. Yeah. I was really sad that I couldn't find Miles Morales. 
like the, the the Spider-Man Miles Morales on sale during Black Friday. I really wanted it. That's racist. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Shit, I was racist, <laughs> but I I did want it though. Like I really wanted it on sale. Yes. Yeah, and, and it makes. Uh, it, I've yet to find it on sale. It should be on sale by now. It's been over a year. I mean. And I'm not getting the PS5 version. I'm getting the PS4 version. Exactly. Like that should be. Because I don't have a PS5. Because I'm. I'm a peasant. I'm kidding. I have an Xbox. That's what I decided to go with. Yeah. And even with my better job, I don't think I'm going to buy a PS5. Yeah. I mean, I I can't even advise anybody to go out and get one right now unless you're like a a hardcore like PlayStation fan and you have like a deep backlog you didn't play on on PS4 and your PS4 just broke. That. If you never had a PS4... Like, don't buy a PS4, buy a PS5 right now. That makes the most sense. 100%. But, but you know, if you have that, like, no, no. I I think if you're going to get in a next-gen system right now, Xbox is better. Right. Right? Because right. you have Game Pass. Well, I hate to tell you this, Lex, because I know how big a fan you oh, are shit. of these type of things. Oh, uh, are They finally announced new controller colors and, and, and faceplates for the PS5. In a multitude of colors, so. Oh. Yeah, yeah. That's that. That's cool. Um, I still want an, a custom Xbox controller. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I don't want to pay for it. Mm-mm. Those get no. expensive very. Quickly. I want to steal it. <laughs> how, I want to steal it from a Walmart. So. I want it to be exactly <laughs> the colors that I want. <laughs> Or, alternatively, I want it to look like an old, translucent Nintendo 64 controller, oh, but man. like a new Xbox controller. Yeah. And then I want to fucking steal it from Walmart. I never stole from Walmart. Like, I was never that kid. Well, I want, a, I want a free pass as an adult. I want to steal one thing from Walmart, but I want it to be fucking specific. Walmart owes us anyway. I mean, just, they, they know what they did. They Walmart all, owes everyone everything. Everybody. So, yeah, give me my fucking controller, Walmart. Yeah. I give you Do permission. It. For what it's worth, I'm giving you full permission, everyone who's listening right now. If you've ever wanted you to take law, anything from Walmart, take it. <laughs> Who cares? We do not. We do not. We do not. We do not. No. <laughs> <laughs> don't sue us. Please don't. What is it they always say on those NFT videos and the, and the Bitcoin videos? Oh, this is not financial advice. I am not a... Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not a financial advisor. Not financial advice, y'all. Please don't do it. This is not. Uh, But no, I I want one of those custom controllers, especially they've got like like the yellow that I really like and the pink and like I've looked I've looked through that customizer and it looks awesome, but I'm like shit. (laughs) Like that's so expensive. Yeah, it truly is. Like you know, like you end up all said and done, you're probably gonna pay about like a hundred dollars for a fucking controller. I saw a. Uh, a Kickstarter recently of a a custom GameCube controller that the entry level of that was like ninety dollars for a GameCube controller. Is it at least compatible with the Switch? Like it those is, new ones. It is the sexiest GameCube controller ever to be potentially created because it's a Kickstarter. It's obviously not you know in production yet. Yes, it's compatible with your Switch. It's compatible with your PC. It's even somehow compatible with the GameCube. It has a removable cord that you can swap out. But it's still a GameCube controller. Yes, and the reason why is because of the competitive Super Smash Brothers melee scene, specifically. Yeah, I know. They run deep. 
They run very I deep. I know they run deep. They swear by that fucking controller. Yeah. And I'm like, this thing is a monster. <laughs> Nintendo. Every time I've ever picked up that controller, I'm like, did Satan make this? <laughs> What's the worst Nintendo controller in your opinion? That is the worst Nintendo controller. The GameCube one. The GameCube, the GameCube is worse than the N64. Don't get me fucking wow. started on this. No, and I'm, the N64 doesn't make any goddamn sense either. Like <laughs> it assumes you have three hands. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. But I will still say that it's better than the GameCube controller. I don't know why that controller fucking infuriates me, but it does. Okay. Is it because it's purple? Is that? <laughs> <laughs> just no, I actually really like aesthetically. I like the the purple. Yeah, no, purple. The purple of the original GameCube and everything, mm-hmm. and like the yellow and purple. That's a good look. It's just something about it. I couldn't use it. I was like, this is fucking annoying. <laughs> Everybody else was going one way. Nintendo's like, nah, fuck that. Tiny directional pad. Yeah. There we go. Down at the bottom. Yeah, and then <laughs> and then like at the time I had like a PS2 and stuff, so I was like, this is like the greatest controller ever. You know. <laughs> Two triggers? That's that DualShock. Four triggers or two triggers on the top? No, three. And one of them's going to be real small. <laughs> right. With a little nub on it. <laughs> why is there this one? Like, why is it like a bop it? Why is there this one more you pull? <laughs> you, you completely accurately described that controller. It's like a bop it, basically. <laughs> You're like, wow. On this one. Like, what is happening? It should rattle when you shake it. That's just. Yeah. Yeah. There was just something wrong with that controller. But then, like, you had the DualShock. Yeah. That was, like, the, the best controller that was so solid, so good. Mm-hmm. I mean, those are still worth money. Like, if you go, because I still have a PlayStation 2. Mm-hmm. And I've tried to hunt down a non-wireless original PlayStation controller, but they're expensive. Right. They are. Because I, I have a wireless one. I even asked you. I was like, hey, do you have one? Because like, I'll buy it from you. And you're yeah. like, nah. I think no. I left because that's also something I've been looking for. Like, I know. Uh, we've both been hunting these. I'm looking at these classic consoles right here, and I have a third-party PlayStation 2 controller, and that's it. I don't even Same. have a regular one. Same. And mine's wireless, and I don't like it. Hmm. So we got to come up, man. We got to come up. Let's look up on eBay right now. How much yeah. are they? Well, <laughs> maybe we should talk about some non-gaming stuff before we lose everybody who's listening. Uh, <laughs> Guys, this is the show. You signed up for this. That's right. You did. Thank you for tuning to tell in. You. Thank you so much. This is Lex and Max. Okay. Excellent they're not that expensive. Maybe we're just stupid. Hmm. What do you got? <laughs> they're like 20 bucks. <laughs> I mean, eBay. you know what? On any given day, 20 bucks can look expensive to me. You know what I mean? It's like True. just relatively, depending on... For old tech, it is yeah. kind of expensive. Oh, this is cracked. What is wrong with you? See? No. No, 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 no. eBay is deceptive. Nah. And I yep. think... You're, you're true. That's true. Sometimes, I, I think the last time I looked it up, I was looking mm-hmm. on Amazon. I want this translucent one. I want I want to see through. <laughs> I, want to, I want see-through tech again. <laughs> I want it. Those could not have aged well. <laughs> no, no, it's gonna be terrible. I want it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Amazon has no official like Sony made PlayStation no. Two controllers now. They only have Sipen, which I don't even know what the hell that is. Anywho, Sipen. yes. This one's fake. I think these are a lot of fakes too. I would almost have to try to find a retro store. Mm-hmm. I think. 
right? Yeah. Because then you know it's it's legit. You can see it. And you go, oh, I know this is an original PlayStation 2 controller, you know? Either that or you can just throw it back at them if they try to give you some, like, knockoff shit. Like, no! I don't want this garbage. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Ooh, is this one new? Ooh. How much? In the box. 34 That's not bad. Plus $9 shipping. That's... So 40 That's less good. Well, if it's new. Yeah. If it's actually new. Oh, I think We're I found... We're getting content this week, guys. Really, really good stuff. I found the same uh, listing that you found. I'm going to buy it from under you now. Oh, they have three available, so we can both get one. You can buy it. That's no, fine. I'm good. Buy it from under me. I'm, I'm Stop not... me from spending money. I am losing my fucking mind. <laughs> spending too much money. Yeah. <gasps> Translucent and... blue, and this one's sealed. Holy <gasps> shit. All right. You got to navigate away from this. Let's talk about... I need to. It has a Comp USA let's, sticker on it. Let's talk about the new trailer for How I Met Your Father. <laughs> Okay, but it has a CompUSA <laughs> sticker on it. I just want to buy it just for a fucking CompUSA. I'm going to watch this one. All right, legit. All right. If it had if it had KB that, Toys on there, I would want it. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> or oh, Toys R Us sticker. Okay, yeah. so that How how I Met Your Father trailer. Yes. yes. Um, as we know, I'm, I've, I've been intrigued by this. I like How I Met Your Mother. We've talked extensively about how they messed up. In areas of that show, mm-hmm. but I was intrigued by this. How I Met Your Father. I still am, I guess. I like Hillary Duff. Um, I like Kim Cattrall as the voiceover. She's got a great voice for that. <laughs> Somehow, if they try, if they find a way to make her scat, I would, I would lose my shit. What you've seen that video, right? What a great, what a scoop, what a scoop right here, ladies and gentlemen. Kim Cattrall. We've been wondering. Why didn't she join the Sex and the City reunion show? Uh, was it called? And then that happened. He announced this a while ago, Matt. It wasn't like I don't <laughs> it wasn't a surprise you. when you watched the trail. I'm just glad that she has a competing show. Like, look. <laughs> yeah, I am too. <laughs> I'm the Bob Saget of this. Have you seen that show. video of her scatting though? I have not. Oh my god. Oh no. I have to, I I know we have to have you watch this on the show. I'm gonna mute my mic so that you don't hear a single single word of it until <laughs> <laughs> until i get it <laughs> kim cattrall there's, there's nothing so she excited can't do. right now she can be a mannequin she, she can, can an- i am telling you right now she cannot scat <laughs> <laughs> you will believe a mannequin can scat this is this is like i can't believe you've never seen this because it's so it's <laughs> Well, I'm usually not spending my evenings Googling what's Kim Cattrall up to lately. <laughs> no, but this like went, this like was, you know, a viral thing that ha- like this has been, it's kind of like a meme that, you know, you, most people know. Wow. <laughs> Kim Cattrall's scatting. It's 43 Cattrall. seconds. Oh, God. And you can listen to it and, all right, I just sent it to you. All right, here we I'm go. I'm so excited. I read poetry. My blind reaction. Sonnets, and he plays. Okay. Is she speaking tongues? What is happening here? <laughs> oh my god. Well, he bit all the he dogs and winked at all the she dogs. The town never knew such a hullabaloo as that little dog raised till the end of that day. Somebody check on Kim Cattrall. 
Game control is not okay. This is the whitest thing I've seen all day. It is so white. It's oh so God. white. Yeah, and you have to you have to co-host a podcast with me, so you know <laughs> if, you're, if you're like, oh, this is really white, that it's bad. I feel like that should come with a twenty dollar uh, gift card from Groupon or something, man. I, I deserve like some type of. Like, really, if she just came up doing that without warning, I'd think, is she having a stroke? Is she all right? Is something going yeah, on? Yes. Yes. It's a <laughs> cry for help. wrong with her. Do you taste purple? And she's like, she's like, he's so magnetic and great. I'm like, this is all terrible. <laughs> <laughs> like, Kim is, goes full, like, kooky aunt in that moment. And I'm like, oh, I love it. Man. So funny. That's one of my favorite videos. Anywho. Anywho. So she's doing the voice um of Hillary Duff in the future on How I Met Your Father. Hillary Duff in the future. Like uh, Bob Saget did with How I Met Your Mother. Mm-hmm. Um, so that trailer, the the thing that was really jarring to me, and I immediately told you, like I messaged you about it, is that there's no laugh track. Now that in the trailer. Yeah. <laughs> did you notice that? I did. It is a little off-putting. I wonder if they're going to add that in. Uh, later on, like if it's just not done, you know. Well, the original show was not filmed in front of an audience, right? I think they what they did was I, and people are always like, oh, they you know they just throw random laughs in there and do it that way. Usually, if it's not filmed in front of an audience, they will screen it in front of an audience, and then they will mic that room oh. that they screen. Oh, I didn't realize that's that. how they make. Laugh tracks. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, like, that idea of, like, oh, they're just throwing in random laughs. Like, I'm not saying that's never been done. I'm sure that's been done. But, like, a show like How I Met Your Mother, that's how they did the laugh tracks. Um, I think they, that those, like, videos of Big Bang Theory that went viral years ago where they're, like, not in front of an audience and they're just waiting for the audience to react. Like, they're pausing for laughs or whatever. Yeah. Um. I don't remember. I don't know if you saw that, but like that video, they actually did film in front of an audience, despite how people said like they didn't. <laughs> it was. Um, a I think that quiet. was like. I think that was like a no. I think that was like a scene they had to film like for coverage or something, or like something went wrong. They had to go film it not in front of an audience. You okay. know. Yeah. They're like, okay, cut it together later. But yeah, so yeah, that like your point. It could have been just filmed without it but i really hope they don't try to put it out without a laugh track because that format without a laugh track is really really weird it felt weird in the trailer yeah um uh, yeah i don't i don't want to see that i mean if yeah, it i would rather have, have canned laughter yeah than than that if it doesn't have a laugh track or something i would hope it has some type of like connecting thread of a of a a background soundtrack, kind of like Scrubs or something, just so it's not like completely awkward after they tell a joke. Because that. Gets- yeah, if they're gonna if they're gonna not have a laugh track, they shouldn't film it like a sitcom. Yeah, absolutely. They should film it like Scrubs, you know, which mm-hmm. I would have been fine with that too. They could have gone. That might have even been a better idea, honestly, to like give themselves a new. Yeah. Like you, I don't think you can keep it that way that it was in that trailer because it felt really weird it needs something I mean, 
It didn't feel good. Like, the trailer did not feel good. No. I will say that. It's going to be very hard for them to get comedy out of that space. One, because it's already got a voiceover that's not actually happening in real time. And two, because it's going to happen on the same type of um, soundstage that they that they film um, The Mandalorian yeah. on, which is just like a... a, a, a a projected yeah they're gonna they're gonna use that technique i forget what it's called i always forget the name of this type of stage that they created what? for that show yeah this is um oh th- my god this story now i want to go back. hold on now now i'm gonna go i'm gonna i'm not gonna like watch it like as in you guys need to hear it but i'm just looking at it now yeah and this is to um allow them to film originally it was it was pitched to allow them to film during the pandemic because of the pandemic right right pandemic okay yeah so i mean it's oh, a no it's an interesting idea but i don't think that type of set works for a sitcom it's it's just sucking all the life out of the room ew i notice it now like it's really good technology yeah. but i do notice it now maybe that's one of the reasons why it felt off to me mm, yeah they gotta they gotta learn that room I don't know about this cast either. I'm not gonna lie. No, but that that'll take time. So I can't. I, I shouldn't really judge the cast at all. I um, didn't realize that Josh uh, from Drake and Josh is gonna be a recurring character on here. Yeah, that's that's a choice. <laughs> well, good for him, man. He's got to get away from Drake because that's uh, he ain't getting royalties from. They're that gonna show make anymore. him the father, isn't he? Hey. Uh, now he's just gonna be like Victoria or something like that. Like they're he he's just gonna be a red herring. That's all they <laughs> fucking do. Yeah, yeah. I mean, one of the cool things about How I Met Your Mother, one of the things I liked about it the most is it seemed very flexible, uh, and it seemed to kind of mm-hmm. react to what worked and what didn't when it came to like certain characters. Like you can tell Barney wasn't right. supposed to be as in the show as he was initially. You know. Yeah. Um, what, so one thing I did notice about that trailer that was interesting to me, we were talking about flexible. Mm-hmm. Did you notice in the trailer they're not filming the kids? They're filming Kim Cattrall. Oh, that and that's. Oh, yeah. Well, I guess if you're gonna get Kim Cattrall, you gotta get her on camera. No, I don't think that's why they made that choice. Hmm. I think they made that choice. So that they don't have to worry about the kids aging like last time. Because remember, they wrote themselves uh, into a corner. <laughs> yeah, that's true. They filmed the ending. They had to film the ending because the kids were starting to grow out of that age. Mm-hmm. And they filmed the ending and then they didn't know what to do. They got to the end and they didn't know what to do. Yeah. And I'm like, uh, well, you kind of don't have to show the kids. So now I notice in this trailer, they're not showing the kids. There are no kids. They're only showing Kim Cattrall sitting like Ted sits at the end mm-hmm. of How I Met Your Mother because they cut back to the other side of that couch with the kids. So I, I don't know. I don't know if that's going to stick, but they that's done, what they uh, should have done like Looper and done some prosthetics to make him look like, uh, you know, Bruce Willis or, you know, Bob Saget. Bob Saget. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that was weird too. That like the, the the idea that yeah, it's Kim Cattrall at that end. Like it should have been Bob Saget at that end, shouldn't it? It should have been. I mean, he should have at least had a cameo on there, even though we all knew it was him. I think, you know, they they kind of robbed him of that acknowledgement. Yeah, but then how would they have Ted chasing after Robin? Like imagine Bob Saget chasing <laughs> oh my after. God. 
Yeah, that did kind of creepy. <laughs> and then they'd have to age up Robin with some other random actress who'd be like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> you know? That's true. I don't That's even know true. how old they were supposed to be. They're only supposed to be in, what, their 50s at that point? That's fucking weird. It is very weird. But, yeah, I don't know. This is going to be on Hulu, so... And it's it's a Hulu exclusive, right? It's not going to be like, oh, airs first on ABC and then Hulu and then FX or something. No, it's Hulu. I think because remember they they originally tried to do this with um oh god what's her name Greta Greta Gerwig I think was the was gonna play right after How I Met Your Mother ended. Yeah. They were selling How I Met Your Dad. Mm-hmm. And this is a reworked version of that. They filmed the pilot and. Um, what was it? CBS passed on mm. that pilot. And so that pilot never went anywhere. They reformatted the show, redid the show now several years later. And that's what this is. This is how I met your father. They changed it. They changed the title and, uh, kind of, you know, and I, I'm assuming shopped this around and Hulu is what it landed on, which makes sense because I bet Hulu sees the numbers for how I met your mother because they have that on there. Yeah. And repeats. And they're like, yeah, we'll take it. I mean, it's worth trying. Yeah, you might as well. I mean, it's it's still a beloved sitcom, you know. And it's, people want more. I just wonder. I wonder if it's. I. On one hand, I think it's smart to have Hillary Duff because she's a name that can bring bring that to the table. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, I think having a no name cast is interesting. You know, yeah. the biggest name on How I Met Your Mother was Allison Hannigan. You know, one could argue it was Neil Patrick Harris, but mm. he was kind of I mean, I'm not trying to he was kind of washed up by then. I'm trying to think, like, because he kind of had a career Allison resurgence Hannigan, after um, Allison Hannigan. Meanwhile, was like fresh off of Buffy and American Pie. Yeah, that's she true. Had, she had been a part of multiple big franchises. Yeah. So yeah. I would argue she was the biggest the biggest star. And yeah, he was there. Like he was he was a star too, but yeah, it was kind of, that was kind of like what gave him a new career. He didn't really have a career at that point. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, cuz I'm thinking of Harold and Kumar, you know, and he was kind of like a a I highlight think of that. That was movie. like a year after him Yim started. Really? Was it? Okay. I might be wrong about that. Let me look it up. That actually might have gotten him more of a presence on how I Met Your Mother, you know? That would make sense. Like, hey, people loved you in this, so we want more of you here. Yeah. Let me let me double check. Okay, so How I Met Your Mother started in 2005. Mm-hmm. I think you actually might be right. Uh, Harold and Kumar was 2004, so yeah. That probably helped him actually get the part. Yeah, I mean, it was still a cult movie, so, you know. Yeah. As it as it got older, people probably were like, "Yeah, fucking Neil Patrick Harris, he's a man's man." Oh yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, and it's interesting. A lot of the characters I noticed in that trailer, she has like the one friend who's a girl, but it's a lot of guys, which mm-hmm. is an interesting choice. A lot um, of red herrings. I guess that's what I guess what they're going with. Right. You know, trying to create that. <laughs> Clearly, the little um, the kid from Veronica Mars is going to be. They're going to play off that a lot. I think. Yeah. He's going to be. He's like the leading man, which every time, like, and, and he was on Glow as well. I like him. 
but I don't see him as a leading man, so that's always interesting to me. Right, right. When they're trying to, they keep trying to sell him as one, and I'm like, <laughs> I don't know. Glow was like the best part I've seen him in, which is like he should be a little bit weird and off, and mm-hmm. a, like a more supporting character. I can't tell you how well he played that role because he basically captured the energy of the real life version of that promoter. Um, I'm sure it was oh, like yeah. the drugs, but yeah, he it was, was like, I'll do cocaine just yeah. to get the role. <laughs> I've been doing the research. He, I mean, I, I say this in a, like, in, I guess the nicest way possible. He seems like a poor man's Eric Foreman to me. I can see that. <clears throat> Yeah, yeah. He just kind of gives that vibe. Yeah, yeah. He almost has terrible names on shit, too. He's got um, Piz. (laughs) Yeah, he was Piz. He was Bash. Why would you name him Piz? Yeah. Dell. Yeah. You know, on uh, private practice. Yeah, he's just. They they give him terrible names on shows. We'll we'll have to see what he gets on. How I met your your father. Yes. Anyway. Let me see if they have his name listed. You're never... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> His name is Jesse. He finally got a normal name. Hey, good for him. I was watching... Good for you, bud. You're moving on up. <laughs> I was watching an Esquire interview earlier today with Keanu Reeves, and he was answering uh, questions uh, just written down, like nobody was actually like mm-hmm. talking to him or whatever. And all of a sudden, because he, he loves going off on tangents, as, you know, do we, and... Uh, Oh, yeah, yeah. He was like, man, how many characters have I played named John? And he straight up started listing them off. It's eight. He's played eight Johns throughout his career. That's awesome. (laughs) I love Keanu Reeves. He's so wholesome and pure. He's a great guy. If we ever hear a bad story about Keanu Reeves, I'm going to fucking lose my mind. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's one of those where it's like, man, I'm I'm really disappointed. Don't do it, man. Don't. Right. It's funny, too. Every story I've heard about him is good, though. There's um you know there's there's this like fan theory that he and Winona Ryder are actually married because they were in a film together, and in this film there was a wedding scene and they actually said yeah. vows and everything like that, and that was one of the questions like are you and Winona Ryder actually married? And he's like well she says we are and the director says we are, I'm not gonna disagree with them so yeah I've been married to her this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. It's funny, if you never would have, like, married anyone else, had any reason to, maybe? Who knows? Yeah, that's one of those, like, agreements. Hey, if we're both single at this time, then we should just get married, because fuck it. Yeah. And they did it. So, anywho. Um, yeah. I'm, like, reluctant to talk about trash men. Well, let's talk about some... Well, <laughs> no, this is still kind of related to a trash man, but not in the way you think. So... Do you watch that show uh, that John Wilson, that that how-to with John Wilson on HBO? No, I know about it, but I haven't seen it. Okay, so for those listening that don't know about it, it's a really dry, and when I say dry, I mean like the desert, documentary-style show of a guy narrating Mm -hmm. his life as he does seemingly just mundane things while living in New York. New York is really the main character of the show, not even John Wilson. He just has the camera on. And he's he's just filming things that happen around him while he tells you a story, uh, you know, as he's dictating it to you. And he's kind of projecting things that happen to him by saying, you go do this. You go to the store. You wash your car. That sort of thing. 
So there was uh, an episode that aired just this past week where he was talking about um, wine and trying to fit in and that sort of thing. And as he's talking about trying to fit in, he talks about joining an, an acapella group. And as it, as he continues to tell this story in the most dry, mundane way possible, he talks about uh, joining this group uh, that was led by Keith Rainier. Oh, no. Who you may know as the leader of the Nexium cult, who is the now. The Nexium cult. In oh, my jail. God. And, you know. Like he says such things, he's he kind of has a dry sense of humor on the show too. So you're thinking, okay, he's fucking around. Like he saw this Keith Rainier name up there, and because the HBO special was so popular, he's just playing around. No, right. no, no. He had a legit Nexium story buried on this dry ass episode, and I know I keep saying that, just about what? fitting in, and he really had a, a, a run in with this cult. To the point where they were trying to say that he was a child molester and stuff like that, and they tried to ruin his life. And oh my God! He had to call and apologize to Keith Rainier for defamation mm. in order to call them off. What? <laughs> I'm telling you, go watch the episode. It's crazy. Yeah, and it's Holy just so shit. unassuming. It's just like this little, you know, gooey center. In, in this, in this, like, you know, Wonder Bread sandwich. It's crazy. <laughs> I'm trying to, like, what? Yeah. Twisted true story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he, he did an interview with Esquire about <laughs> it, uh, recently as well. <laughs> and, uh, I guess somebody else caught it and they were like, whoa, 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 back up. We got to talk about this. <laughs> Let's talk about Yeah. <laughs> you, that's you, amazing. I mean terrible, but also amazing. It is terrible and amazing. Yeah. Cuz he was just he was just uh documenting just how bad acapella groups are and how it's a complete waste of time, but sometimes they make you feel like you belong and everything's hunky-dory for wow. a little while and then they ask you to no, join I, their sex cult. Oh my god. No. I hadn't heard anything about that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I vaguely know about that show. I've never seen it, though. I've been really bad about, like, catching up with shows, watching shows. I'm behind on Hawkeye, like, three episodes behind. Yeah. I like it so far, but, um, yeah. I'm surprisingly, uh, surprisingly I've enjoyed Hawkeye, maybe more than Loki. Um, it's fun. It's really fun. It's a good show. Uh, Haley Statwell, is that her name? The place Kate Bishop? Stein, Steinfeld. She's she's a gem. They picked the right actress 100% with her. Uh, she also did the voice for Gwen Stacy in, in the Spider-Verse movie, right? Yep. Yeah. Yes. I mean, that, that casting is perfect as well. And I, I can't wait to see what happens next. I am very invested in this show uh, in spite of Jeremy Renner because uh, he's just got this punchable face. But you know what's great about it? It's that... Fucking badger face, man. It all comes back to he looks like a badger. I'll never let this go. You know, he's he got a like very badger. punchable face, and what's great is he gets punched a lot. So if you're into that sort of thing, yeah. this is the show. This is the one. Who isn't into that sort of thing? Who isn't into badger punching? Badger that sounds punching. wrong. I need to stop talking. Well, badger punching. And then you made a song episode. about it. 
<laughs> I need to shut up. Anyway, badger punching, walking down the street. I don't know. Badger punching. <laughs> I don't know why I make it like an '80s thing. You loopy, You're crazy. You having fun? Yeah. Anywho, yeah. So that was that was something interesting. Um, I like the show just because it's so mellow. You know, it's it's something you can have on in the background, and when you do focus on it, there's always something weird to see. So. Yeah, I mean it's it's good if you're inebriated, and it's okay if you're not. Uh, <laughs> oh man, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's like he's just talking you through a really good high, you know. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Um, okay. I'll speaking check it of, out. Speaking of TV series, we talked about How I Met Your Father. Um, <laughs> we we did talk about Keanu when I should have segued to this. There's a. Uh, if you if you have the Xbox Series X or PS5 uh, or PC, there's this Matrix Awakens interactive trailer. Um, it has a lot in common with in length and in uh, content with PT in a way. Not not in the fact that it's like Ooh. horror or anything, but just that it's a very short, digestible, exciting trailer that you can actually interact with uh, for something that's going to be coming out soon. So what this, when does it come out? This, I uh, keep asking this. I'm sorry. No, we do this fine. every week. It's like Groundhog Day. <laughs> December 22nd is when it comes out. So cool. next Wednesday, is it? Yeah, next Wednesday. I can't wait to ask you next Tuesday night. <laughs> when does it come out? Like it's out right now. It's out right now. Um, like, Lex, it's been out for four months. Me. <laughs> What? Huh? Fucking huh? <laughs> uh, oh, so no. yeah, The Matrix Awakens is a a short video <laughs> game, basically, uh, that's made in Unreal Engine five. And this is this is uh, on two folds. They're trying to entice you for the movie, of course, but they're also trying to show out show off the tech prowess of Unreal five. And it's it's so. This is when they deep. have Keanu, and we can't tell if he's real or not, right? Exactly. Yeah, it's freaky, like it. uncanny valley type uh, shit. Yeah, no. yeah. I'm scared of technology now. I'm starting to get old. <laughs> but it's free, so there's that. Um, I feel like that's where they get you, though. Right? <laughs> yeah, you're right. Because you're not. Free. It's never really download free. it to your home. Right. Oh no. Then we have Westworld. <laughs> Somewhere other shit happens in between, but I'm not worried about that. No, 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 no. It's the stealing identity part that really just fucks you up. Um, I just I, don't. I don't want the Westworld. They announced the Goonie TV series for Disney Plus. Now, in our Discord, we were talking about. Uh, we were following up on a conversation we had here on the show, which is why the Last Man. Um, may find new yep. life on another streaming service. And one of those streaming mm-hmm. services that's being pitched is Disney+. Plus. I don't yeah. want that to happen because I feel like they will water down the content. They the 100% will. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, you think it's hard finding content on there now from the Fox era and from, like, you know, the different studios they picked up that they have on there? Imagine why the last man, they're not going to put that on the front page. That's not going to be up there next to the Simpsons and fucking Mickey Mouse. No. They also own Hulu. So does it make sense to me? Yeah. They have stake in Hulu. I'm still not sure how that whole thing works. 
I'm not either, but whatever. They would have put it on Hulu. That would be the place to put it. <laughs> They'll just buy it and end up putting it back on Hulu. That would be a, so great. I would love to see that. But um, on the on the flip side of that, I think Disney Plus would be the perfect place for, for a Goonies-themed TV show. You Are know, they doing that, or was that just an idea you had? No, it's happening. Oh, okay, cool. A Warner Brothers-produced television series inspired by the classic 1985 adventure film The Goonies is currently in the works at Disney+. Plus. For some time, Warner Brothers Television has been developing quote-unquote untitled film reenactment project, a drama series about a teacher who helps her students reenact the original Goonies film shot for shot. Writer Sarah Watson adapted the concept into a pilot for Fox, though the network ultimately passed on the project. I imagine that's how it's going to start. And then they're actually going to find like, oh, there's an actual treasure map and there's actually a one-eyed Willie and, you know, that sort of thing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That sounds like... (laughs) (laughs) It sounds... Well, because it sounds like fucking fan service movies. Yeah. Like, isn't that why a lot of people didn't like this new Ghostbusters that came out? I didn't even fucking watch. Yeah. Well, I don't think a lot of people watched it. Because it's, yeah, that and the fact that... No, it bombed. The last one before that, you know, people did actually enjoy it. And they're upset that it's not going to be followed up on. And, of course, the pandemic is still happening. So, you know, everybody... Yeah, they fractured their audience by, like, there were a bunch of dudes that were like, no, not my Ghostbusters. And we were like, hey, can we have more of this? And yeah. now they're like, oh, no, it's my Ghostbusters again. Oh, we're oh like, boy. Nope. no, I don't want that. Right. I wanted I wanted the ladies Ghostbusting. <laughs> anyway. Even if you weren't a fan of the Lady Ghostbuster movie, the just reaction, the visceral reaction of these dudes gatekeeping those first two Ghostbuster movies so hard. That they somehow retroactively convinced themselves that Ghostbusters 2 was actually a good movie when it is not. I'm sorry, it is not a good movie. What do you have against babies and paintings? What do you? <laughs> <laughs> the New York uh, uh, sewer tunnels filled with pink slime and everybody dancing. It's at... like Baby's Day Out, but with ghosts. <laughs> but with Why don't ghosts? you like it? <laughs> Why don't you like Baby's Day Out with ghosts, Matt? <laughs> The What's weird, wrong with you? The weird gymnastics they had to go through to make uh, Sigourney Weaver and Bill Murray not have a baby together, but her still have a child, and to make him not be the deadbeat dad, and that That dad is was off. Bill Murray's baby. I'm not buying it. It 100% was, and Sigourney Weaver didn't want to tell him because it's Bill Murray, and, you know, <sighs> that movie was a mess. It was a mess. It was a total mess. It was okay, because they... Our Ghostbusters were still there. They were still busting ghosts, kind of. But by that point, we'd already gotten the real Ghostbusters cartoon show. I digress. The guys who convinced themselves that that was a work of art somehow and decided to spit on Ghostbusters Answer the Call or whatever you want to call it. It was just Ghostbusters. That bothers me, too. The retroactive renaming of the Ghostbusters movie from 2016. Right, 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 right. We should have known Trump was going to (laughs) win. Just based on the reaction to Ghostbusters. I mean... It was a bad omen. It's so funny, too, because Paul Feig was, like, attacked for that so much. And these same people didn't realize that Paul Feig directed a 
very good chunk of the office and they're still huge office fans so you can't just like well, boycott paul feig and and just throw out all his st- anyway yeah it's just dumb we've already gone on and on about that but that was a lot of bad will those guys really showed their ass and i don't want to go to the movies with those guys agreed i don't so, either yeah <laughs> maybe i'll check it out when it comes out on dvd or blue yeah I guess we kind of have to talk about this because we have talked about the Goldbergs, how we both enjoy the Goldbergs. So I feel like we can at least talk about this. Weirdly that Jeff Garland, the father from the Goldbergs, he he had shared in an interview a while back. He's like, "Ah, I got into some trouble for jokes I made kind of situation, Mm -hmm. which was weird. Why would you volunteer that? Right. Um, And he's now basically been kicked off the Goldbergs, which... He has one more day of filming. And according to this, they don't even want him to finish filming at this point. That's how much they want him out. Yeah, they're just done. Um, that, I mean, <clears throat> he was probably just asked, asked to not return, like, ever. It sounds gross. I don't really want to get into all of it. No. And we should put a content warning on this, uh, mostly because of the next story we have, but also this. We can kind of bundle them together. But, uh, yeah, so Jeff Garland, the Goldbergs in they're, general. They're I wanna... literally mm-hmm. wrapping up this character's storyline. This is what it says at the end of the article. <laughs> According to sources, the show used his double for wow. what was supposed to be his last day. They're going to CGI his face. In post-production. They're going to pull gonna a Sopranos? they're going to storyline that way. They're going to do a Sopranos to him? That sucks. I mean, the thing was, he's always <laughs> just kind of been a, a... His character on the show has always just kind of been a, a distant, like, father figure character, you know? So that can work. They can make that work, absolutely. But to go through all that trouble of, like, getting a body double and CGing his face on there, that's so expensive. And it seems like, you know... Just letting I him think finish there's more that we don't know about. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think there's more. That's what I was going to say. It, like, I there mean, has and to look, be a, it doesn't sound reason. good. Mm-hmm. It doesn't sound good. The stuff that we hear um, <clears throat> sounds really bad. And we, you guys can go read about it on deadline. I, I just don't feel like getting into all of the details of the shitty, shitty shit that he did. Right. But, I still think, in spite of all of that, that there's going to be something else coming out about this. Yeah, and I I wonder how this is going to affect his standing on Curb Your Enthusiasm. <laughs> yeah, I think everything's going to be affected. But yeah, this show, and I'm I'm amazed that the show's coming. It's still, I think, coming back for a tenth season as of now. I do know that in real life. I feel really bad for Adam Goldberg, the creator of the show, Adam F. Goldberg. Yeah. Um, he because it's you know it's his father, and he's kind of having his father live on through the show. And now, what I think they're going to do is because in real life his father passed away a long time ago. Right. Right. And that's probably this next storyline that they're going to have, and to have it done under these circumstances is terrible. Not for only him. that. You know, just from a production standpoint, this show has been it's gone through a lot. (laughs) I I don't know how how uh, up to date you are with the show at this time, 
I'm but, not. I'm like a season behind, honestly. Okay. Once again. But you've watched Fine. enough to see, like, the storylines for these characters, since they're going through these classic sitcom tropes and everything. Yeah. Um, they've pretty much run through all the coming of age storylines. Oh, they have. Yeah. At least once. Like, <laughs> the say anything boombox trick, it's a running gag on the show that they've done it so much. And yeah. they, they kind of call themselves out about that. Um, you couple that with the fact that in, in real life we lost the actor George Seagal that played Pops, his, uh, uh, the Adam Goldberg character's, uh, grandfather, mm-hmm. who he was super close to, um, on the show. He was a pivotal part of that show. Um, also the fact that Adam Goldberg, Adam F. Goldberg himself, I think, has distanced his, himself from the show. I think he's no longer working on it. Like, I think he's producing it, yes, but I, I don't, don't think he's, uh, involved in the actual writing anymore. I don't know about that. I didn't hear about that. I yeah. know he developed, I mean, he just developed school like two years ago. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think he moved on to other projects and that's why he kind of stepped away. This isn't a recent Well, that's kind of the Seth MacFarlane thing too. Yeah. Like, like the like, Seth, Mac- Seth MacFarlane stepped away years ago. Mm-hmm. He still does the voices for the characters, but he doesn't write. Writer, creator. Of course, he's going to have creator. Hmm. Pat Oswalt, I'm sure Pat Oswalt shows up for everything, but I'm sure he wants to kind of move on as well. Uh, Winnie McClendon Covey that plays the mother on the show, uh, they're bringing back Reno 911, so she's got something to fall back on, you know, or kind of do concurrently. Yeah, interesting. I don't know. It, yeah, it's rough. Yeah. Like, it's, it's a sad sad situation with the show i'm curious to see what all comes out of this Mm -hmm. um but i feel bad for everyone and i hope if they if they want to continue they keep keep it going for the rest of the cast and crew you know yeah like i i think the show should end but you know yeah i think it it (laughs) It passed the season of being able to end in an organic way that would have been satisfying to everybody. I think at this point, it's just they're running out the clock, you know, just like if they keep bringing us back, we'll keep making them kind of like they did with uh, Fresh Off the Boat, you know. Well, and it's still really high rated. I think it's still their highest rated comedy. It's kind of all they got besides Wonder Years. Yeah, after um, Modern Family ended last Mm -hmm. year, like year before. Something like that, whatever. Yeah, so that's like their biggest comedy now. Yeah. So, I mean, I enjoyed it. It was there for me during the pandemic just to marathon and finally see what all the fuss was about. And for the most part, it was good. I enjoyed it. But, yeah, I mean, if it's a toxic work environment for these people, I can understand them just getting him the hell out of there and trying to maintain the the safety of the rest of the crew, the cast and crew. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, the second douchebag story of the week, which was breaking earlier, I, I added this to our notes last minute. So it is all alleged stuff. Um, he's denying it, of course, but the Chris Noth from Sex in the City, um, Big from Sex in the City, has been accused of sexual assault by two women, and it, the uh, um, incidents took place more than a decade apart. According to um, 
The Hollywood Reporter, which we have talked about this in the past on the show, is a pretty reputable source. So keep that in mind, but also grain of salt like we have to. Um, uh, Spoiler alert for the new Sex in the City reboot and just like that. um, His character dies in the first episode. Uh, on a Peloton bike, and there has been a whole thing where they're like, oh my god, they killed Big, and he was on a Peloton, and like, you know, and then he did like a little ad for Peloton as a joke, whatever, and now Peloton, so Peloton had like that bad publicity. Right. I don't know how, who allowed them to have a character die using their machine on the show, and then they hired Ryan Reynolds' company, the advertising company, Maximum to effort, make yeah. Yeah, to make a funny commercial with Big and Peloton. And now they've had to pull that ad because of this. Goddamn. So it's not a good time for Peloton. Apparently their stock fucking plummeted after that series premiered. Yeah. And so, they died. Like, yeah, they had really bad problems. First and foremost, of course, you know, we want to say if we don't condone uh, what Chris Noth is, is being accused of. Um, that's terrible, man. I mean, just to <sighs> that long apart too, when they bought him back for the new one, that, that that's disrespectful to the, to the people working on that show. Um, so, so I guess the, the, the women who have come forward who were unnamed were saying that like him being in the media again, yeah, has brought them forward. Yeah, which that makes sense. Like you haven't really heard about him. I haven't since no. Sex and the City ended. No, not at all. So yeah, I mean, you gotta pay for that shit, man. You can't just not. I mean, there needs to be an investigation. It needs to be, you know, figured out. Right. Right. I have no interest in that new Sex and the City though. Well, and I watched a lot of the original, most of it, I think. It's interesting that it didn't come up last week because we we did kind of talk about that a little bit, but yeah. I think we talked about that after we recorded last week, but ah, yeah, we did. Right. Yeah, so no, I I it's never been my jam. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, like I don't I don't think HBO bringing back any of their shows is a good idea. Um, you know the ones that have like effectively had a finale. Oh, there's that rumor that they're gonna do uh, what's it? What's it called? Uh, Six feet under. Oh no! And I'm like, don't you fucking do it! Don't do it! Don't do it! <laughs> that don't, was don't touch that show. It was such ever. a it was such a, a a creature of its time. They couldn't bring it back the right way. There's no way. <clears throat> there's no way they could do it. I'm I'm disappointed. It's a, I know it's a whole different channel, but HBO bringing back Dexter, even though Dexter was like just trashed for the finale I don't think it was a good idea to bring it back just cause I, yeah. haven't, I, I haven't seen any of the new one I, I don't know if it's any good I haven't heard anyone talking about it no and that's the problem so. I mean we've all moved on from needing Dexter we've got you now <laughs> we don't need Dexter anymore but I digress me? I was going to talk about oh, oh the show yeah exactly it's hard to <laughs> I know you saw that who's on first moment they had on Fox News with that with that show as well. <laughs> oh yeah. That was awful. Um but the Peloton thing, it seems like every year Peloton has some type of controversy now, you know. 
Like, they didn't want to be associated with the character dying on their machine, of course. And then they, like, made an ad to try to salvage that. And then this comes out, and they had to bury that, and the stock plummets again. And then, like, we we first heard about Peloton from that woman who was, like, Stockholm Syndrome. Like, remember that ad? Right. That was the first time I had ever heard of Peloton. They have bad luck. They do. Peloton advertises a lot on uh, the the uh, finance channels during the day. Like that's how I heard of them because they're always on at work. You're like, yeah, yeah, you know, go ahead, get yourself a Peloton in between ads for like boner pills and and uh, sexy underwear. Y'all, you don't need a Peloton. You can just get a regular bike. I'm telling you that now. I have a bike. I have a bike that's like, I think it was like a hundred and fifty dollars for my recumbent bike that i have you can get a regular bike you can pay for a membership that gives you access to a room full of bikes that also go nowhere or you can purchase your own bike that goes nowhere for a much cheaper fee and just prop an ipad on there and just watch whatever you want whether it be a cycling show or you know a regular tv show that's personally what i do Mm -hmm. yeah i like the bike that goes nowhere (laughs) and i can just watch tiktok for 40 minutes while I die. <laughs> there you go. So, yeah, that's a lot of stuff, man. Dudes are fucking dudes. It's, it's shitty. Um, they're, they're developing stories. Um, do we want to end on this? Like you, you said there's a new documentary on HBO. You were telling me about this earlier that I should watch. Yeah. I'm going to watch it, but you want to talk about it briefly. I, I have a note on here about the flash and how it should wrap up, but I don't want to spend time on that right now. I'm already sad enough. Street Gang. We can talk about that next week. Yeah. yeah. Street Gang on HBO Max. It just came out today. It's about how Sesame Street came together. Of course, we've talked at length about the amazing biography about uh, the, the Muppets creator Jim Henson, Jim Henson that came out a couple of years ago. Yeah. Fantastic book. Definitely check it out, whether it be the regular book version or the audio version. It's a lot of fun to read. Um in that book, it's mentioned that Jim Henson, yes, he was a presence on Sesame Street, but he wasn't like the driving creative force behind it. He got involved reluctantly, yeah. but he was still motivated to throw his support behind it. And right. this is a story all about how my no, this is a story <laughs> about the people who actually did put in the work and, uh, you know, boots on the ground, got in there with PBS and and made the uh, the show happen. And what's great is they even go back and talk to the to the original um, human cast members. You got your Gordon, you got your Olivia, your your Maria, your yeah. Luis. All of them are back, and they're telling their favorite stories about being on set. Some behind the, the behind the scenes stuff is there as well. Um, you get to see the friendship of Jim Henson and Frank Oz play out, and just how they riff off of one another as Ernie and Bert and. Uh, <laughs> It's just a lot of fun. Yeah, it wasn't like Jim Henson's baby in the way that the Muppets were. Like those were his heart, right, you know. Right. Um. So that's that's what's interesting is seeing how everyone else came alongside mm-hmm. in that creation. I want to see it. I imagine it's kind of a. Um, there is a book. I've never read that book, The Street Gang, because it is based off of a book. Yeah, yeah, but they did a great job with this biography. It's it's endearing. It's not mean spirited at all. It makes Good. you respect what these people did to get this show on the air and keep it on the air. Uh, you know, they, they, they face some controversy along the way, 
but um you know they they kept on going it only it only actually uh goes through the early years too it doesn't go to like modern as far as like 90s and up that sort of thing yeah but they even talk about um the decision to discuss uh the passing of the mr hooper character on the show too um yeah yeah that still hurts that still cuts man <laughs> What's yeah. interesting too is like I was talking to D about it. Like, um, that actor passed away in 1982. And at that point, I was only one year old. So there's no way I could have watched that and experienced that like everybody else. But then, you know, it was repeats. Weird. Exactly. Because they used to show Sesame Street in Chicago at least three times a day, all on PBS, you know? And so they were showing them yeah. in order. And by the time I got to a point of like cohesion as a, as a human being and I saw that episode, it still hurt. It was like, oh, my God. And I had to talk to my parents about it. It was like, Mr. Hooper died. <laughs> yeah, there were a lot of shows like that where they would repeat them. Yeah. And you like if there was a sad episode, you'd have to watch it every time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think about that now. I'm like, shit, that's really dramatic. Yeah. But Sesame Street was always so fresh and it always felt so new, like, you know, throughout the yeah. 70s and 80s. It was hard to tell, like, oh, is this a new episode? And we didn't care about that sort of thing, obviously, back then, because we were kids and, you know, VHS and DVR. Just enjoying and it. Yeah, we were just enjoying it. That's the bottom line. So, yeah. But the documentary is very well a done. Era. I recommend it to everybody that enjoyed Sesame Street growing up. It's It's really well put together. Yeah, HBO is great with documentaries, too. So you can kind of not go wrong with an HBO documentary. It just depends on if you like the thing they're talking about or not. That's true. That's true. I am a little disappointed in the fact that since they've moved over to the HBO Max format, Mm -hmm. it's incredibly difficult to find their stand up specials on that on that service now. Their app is one of the worst apps across the board. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. It's terrible. When it comes to rewinding and fast forwarding, you will crash the app. At least you can't on do the it. Xbox. You can't do it. Yeah. That's that we don't have that. They're like, we have the best catalog. One of the best catalogs around, but you can go fuck yourself for functionality. <laughs> you better know what you want to watch, because we're not gonna suggest anything of value to you. That's yeah. right. You know you, you wanna find something, <laughs> search it, bitch. We have all the Matrix movies available, but you wouldn't know it based on the front page, even though we have a brand new one coming out. You have out no. Week. They just intimidate you every time you go in there. You have no <laughs> fucking clue what we have. And you know what? We like it that way. What's bad, too? We haven't changed our app in over a year. That's right. Fuck you. What's bad, too, is like you can go in there and they'll tell you what you haven't finished watching. Without acknowledging the fact that maybe you started watching something and you don't care to finish it and you can't yeah. take it off of that. It's it's like, oh, no, yeah. no. Once again, you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> Clean your plate. That is the HBO <laughs> Max mentality. So, the, like an amazing catalog. One of the worst apps around. Yep. Like, yeah. did you know that every single episode of <laughs> Batman, the animated series, Superman and Justice League is it, on there? Probably Do you not. know how difficult it is to be worse than Amazon Prime? That's that's effort. <laughs> that's some that's serious stupid. effort. Because yeah. Amazon Prime holds the distinction of, hey, that movie you're looking for? Yeah, we got it. It doesn't have that little ribbon at the top, Buy though. It. So that'll be $2.99. <laughs> like, what? Yeah. No, like, 
We have everything. You can't have 90% of it. Well, Netflix is an asshole about that, too, because you'll search for something. Yeah, they'll and it'll, do that. It'll autocomplete the title. Like, oh, you meant this one? No, sorry, we don't have it. Like, but Yeah, just, yeah. It's the <laughs> – we know exactly what you want. Yeah, we don't got that. No. No. Here's something that's kind of like it. You meant Coco Milan. It's like it's <laughs> like how Blockbuster or Hollywood would have the case out. Oh yeah. But like you didn't have the actual movie behind it or whatever. <laughs> and you'd be like, hey, hey, do you have Deep Blue Sea? And they're like, nah, nah, that's been rented out for weeks. Oh mm-hmm. man, one of the worst things is when you go to that box. And you, you see something behind it, and you're like, yes, my movie is here. And then you pick it up, and it's not the right movie. It's Bambi again? It's Navy Seals. How many copies of Bambi do you have? <laughs> oh, man. Some people would come, because, uh, you know, I don't know if I've ever told you. I used to work at Blockbuster. So, you did. Oh, there you go. Yeah, some people would come in and intentionally move shit around. Like they would mix up. So they the, could come back for it? Exactly. They would hide it somewhere else and I would always put that shit back. Like, nope. Mm-mm. No favorites. That strategy is also so weird because it wasn't that expensive. Right. To rent those movies. <laughs> so what were you thinking? Like, what was your mentality? I, whatever. I don't know, man. So if you're making more than one trip to Blockbuster in a day, you better be having a sleepover or else something's really wrong. Yeah, that is weird. People are strange. People anyway, are strange. That's the show. That's I want to go show. to bed. All right, yeah. y'all. Thank you for listening. Uh, make sure to follow us across social media at Lex and Matt. Make sure to check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash Lex and Matt. We were discussing before the show some interesting ideas that we have coming up next year for you guys. So uh, yes. you might want to get on board with that. Yeah. Yeah, you know you want to join. That's yeah. You want to rate and review, subscribe as well. Mm-hmm. Do it, do it, do it. Do it. Steal your friend's phone, as I always say. <laughs> Steal the phones from Walmart. Yep. Rate, review, subscribe. Hey, holidays are here, so when you see your family, borrow their phone, <laughs> rate our show, yeah. give it back. Yeah, like a little, like walk up to them, like like the little kid, the little cousin that you don't want to deal with, who's like, you got any games on that phone? But do it for like rating our podcast. And you got podcasts. That's right. And if you need to, if you need to unlock it with their face, remember there are family photos all around you, everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Everywhere. Yeah. Just hold it just right. You'll get it. You'll get it. (laughs) I've given a lot of sketchy. We believe in you. I've given a lot of sketchy legal advice this episode. I'm going to stop while I'm (laughs) in. Yeah. Yeah. We're definitely getting sued. This is the one. This is the one that put us over the top. (laughs) We're going to jail. All right, folks. Once again, thanks for listening. Guys, we are not worth anything. Have a great night. That's true. I'm Matt Peters. And I'm Lex Lutz. Be excellent to each other. Yeah. Man, you are tired. I barely heard you. <laughs> I was going to get tiny that time. I don't know why. I don't I know. It was a tiny, tiny one. Oh, I'll, sub in an, I'll sub in a previous one. I said, nah, it's fine. It'll, no. it'll be fine. Okay. We did it. <laughs> that one works, too.